0: In spirit of Christmas giving, bought stacks of wolf souffle and giraffe pot pies from AH to distribute to undernourished low level newbies.
1: I'm not an aggressive person, but I admit it. I like killing things. You guys, the quest to activate this orb is balls.
2: All right, Blade signed up for man night, not bickering old fart night.
1: Sorry I gave you ugly face. I sketched it on a gummy high.
3: <laughs> I just ate $10. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Kenny, and you're listening to Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. This is episode 20, part 1. And as you can hear, Jenny is not with me. I didn't get a phone call. I don't know what the deal is. Um, so I'm going to try to do this solo.
2: Um, Donica? Hello, Kenny. What are you doing here? Oh, well, it seems that... Our favorite co-host Jenny is a little indisposed at the moment. She um, said it would. She said she's a little too busy, and she said it would be all right if I came down and co-hosted the show with you. That
3: um, Jenny
2: normally calls
3: or emails me or or lets me know what's going on. She's
2: way too busy.
3: Well, I know she's been busy lately, so
2: she's been very busy indeed.
3: All right. Well, I mean, if she said it's cool, then uh, oh,
2: she said it's fine.
3: Then, uh, okay, well, I welcome you to uh, the
2: show. It is a wonder to be here.
3: Guys, this is Mark Donica.
2: Hello, everybody.
3: He's uh, he's done several things for the Guild in the past. Yes, uh, I have. Extra, volunteer, worked on set, a uh, bunch of different things. Happily. So, uh, okay, well, then let's go ahead and get the show going. Let's get the show rolling. All right.
0: What's happening on today's show? Stay tuned to
1: find out.
3: All right, so for today's show, we're going to be doing a crew interview with the wonderful Kim Evie who's the producer of the guild then we have what the cast and crew are up to and of course we have our wonderful listener feedback where would we be without our contests oh I love contests yes yes you do and of course business business time. time
0: it takes a lot of people to create this kingdom of the guild let's take a listen to a crew interview
3: First up, we have a crew interview with the wonderful and very talented Kim Evie. I learned a lot about her that I didn't know, which was really cool. That can always
0: be a
2: good thing.
3: That's always a good thing. So let's go ahead and take a listen to that. Hey, guys, this is Kenny. I am here today with the wonderful producer, Kim Evie. Hello. Uh, Let's start at the very beginning with how... Have you always wanted to be part of the industry, the entertainment industry?
4: Uh, I have. I started... Uh, I always wanted to be an actor. Mm-hmm. Actress. Actor. I say actor. Actor. Um, because Which of Alfre Woodard. You are. <laughs> Which, oh, really? <laughs> well, no, not because of Alfre Woodard. Alfre Uh-oh. Woodard, I, I read that she said, you don't call a doc- a female doctor a doctress. <laughs> I, no, that's true. So. I think the, the term now is actor for both yeah. male and female. So that's what I was.: but anyway, <laughs> um, Yeah, so I have acted, and I, I came to Los Angeles uh, in 19, the end of 1999, after having done uh, I acted since I was in high school, basically, okay. and then it took me, you know, from the time I graduated in 1986 until 1999, to decide to, to go Full to Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah So you're from up North. Uh, yeah, I grew up in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and okay. I, I kind of moved around a lot until middle school. And then I was in Albuquerque from middle school through uh, the first year of college. And in Albuquerque, I majored in theater at the University of New Mexico. And then I joined a uh, an improv troupe that I had seen perform a lot when I was doing um, high school speech and debate uh-huh. and doing acting. You know, competitions well, he's always been in that. The public. He liked talking in front of people and. Well, well, um... Speech
3: and debate, that's...
4: Yeah, but but I wasn't the debate part. There there are acting competition things that you can do as well. So basically I would do duos, which is, you know, you just do two-person scenes. It's a very bizarre thing, you know. (laughs) I love that it exists. It's just like, you know, high school kids going and doing ten-minute excerpts of... Whatever it, I think the rule was, it had to be published. So, but you'd see like these, you know, uh, things would go in and out of fashion. So it's literally like you know, two sixteen-year-olds are doing you know like this intense uh, rape scene from Extremities, you know, or uh, you know like Agnes of God or yeah. all these just really, you know. Um, so, but I would do. I was I was more suited to comedy. So I I met this improv group and uh, we ended up moving. All of us from Albuquerque to Seattle Washington, and I was in Seattle from nineteen eighty eight to nineteen ninety nine okay. and continuing to do improv and uh I think in early early ninety the in the early nineties I decided to finally get an agent and see if I could uh make a living in uh, acting and so I started with an agent in Seattle and did um a lot of industrial uh Videos because there's Boeing and Microsoft, mm-hmm. and then I did a lot of a lot of educational theater because I'm Asian, <laughs> and that is one of the things that you can do, and and then I did a show in Seattle called Almost Live, which was later on Comedy Central. Some of the later episodes, I think, and it was a half hour comedy sketch comedy show that aired in the Pacific Northwest before um uh, uh before Saturday Night Live. Okay. So that's cool. They had like guest spots. So I, I did like like I think ten week guest runs on there like two or three times. And uh at the time that I was doing I think one of my first guest spots, there was an intern there named Joel McHale. And he <laughs> went on to become that's funny. very, very famous. So that's it's pretty really cool. Yeah. So I've known Joel yeah. forever. So then you came down to LA? I came to LA and uh did Improv in various places and just felt really lost and like, oh, you know, this was a dumb idea. (laughs) What am I doing here? And uh, then eventually met Travis Oates and started taking classes at Acme Comedy Theater. And then everything kind of changed, you know, like slowly but surely. But that was definitely the place where I finally went, okay these are my people, which is so important out here. Mm -hmm. Because there's so it's so big and there are just so many theaters and so many Comedy places, and you know, um. it's good
3: to find people you just click with.
4: Yeah, so yeah. so I met uh, my husband there. Did you say yeah, you met your husband there also? <laughs> I did, wow. and I met Julie Whitner there, who I do Two Hot Girls in the Shower That's with, right. our YouTube show, and yeah. uh, Ryan Smith, who was Lick Poop in Gorgeous Tiny Chicken <laughs> Machine right. show, and a lot of the people Brett Sheridan, who is yeah. Wiggly. He's there. Yeah. And of course, Felicia. And of course, Felicia. Yeah. yeah. So she took. Uh, a comedy writing class that I think it was maybe the second one that I ever taught, you know. Oh, she took a. Oh, so she took your class. Yeah, it was oh, her that's teacher. Cool. Isn't that crazy? That is cool. I have no I had, taught Felicia I Day how to write together. sketch comedy. That's neat. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. So that's so funny. But obviously, I mean, the thing that's interesting when you are a teacher like that is you realize, you know, like, I could say, like, I taught Felicia how to write sketch comedy, but I didn't. I taught, you know, I taught her some rules Mm -hmm. that she could apply to her already really great writing.
3: Yeah. Cool. So did you guys instantly become friends there? I mean, when you were teaching her?
4: Um, Did you guys talk
3: and, you know, hang out? Or was it just, that's the first meeting?
4: That was the first meeting. And I, I just always really, really liked her stuff. And she, you know, the... The, um... I don't... It's weird. It's weird how I've gotten to know Felicia because, you know, I knew her first as a student and then over time we've gotten to know each other, you know, like working together and so I didn't really know like, the so the persona that she had for me was like, she was a very, very good girl. She was very like, and she was always so like overly apologetic. If I would if I'd be like, you know, maybe you could do this. She'd be like, oh, yeah I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought that, but I'm sorry. Okay. You know, I'm like, you don't have to apologize for, <laughs> you know, but it was kind of like, you know, a codex light kind of thing you know because she is a perfectionist and so even back then you know she was just like you know really wanting to get like everything right yeah you know is this before buffy this is after buffy this is after so she was already on buffy she had been on buffy and so she already had you know kind of a cult following Mm -hmm. associated with being on that show but at the same time she just was feeling you know like she wanted to take her career into her own hands mm-hmm. a little bit more so yeah you know starting to write and uh you know and she was like I said she was really great but and it's funny because she her style reminded me of my style you know there was just something about her voice that I just really identified with so I um I had let's see I had a project I think that I wanted to write and I, I kept thinking like oh I want to approach her maybe she would write it with me or maybe not but then I you know just had this picture that you know there was like every day like felicia woke up in her fabulous mansion or like she doesn't live in a mansion i don't know why i thought this but you know like i was just like oh she's just like whining and dining you know she's gonna be too busy um so i was really nervous and then she actually invited me to her housewarming party and i didn't go because i was so um because greg was out of town and i was just really like i mean you know felicia and i are both like our own little brands of neurotics. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm much better now, but back then like I couldn't. And also I know more of her friends now, but yeah. back then I was like, I can't go by myself because I know what will happen. I'll, I'll say hi to her. Then she'll have all her other friends and I'll <laughs> sit in the corner and I won't know anybody. And then I'll just feel stupid and then I'll leave. Yep. And I'll, so, yep. <laughs> so I didn't Neither go that. <laughs> <laughs> to that. Um, and then I really like, like I was scared to call her because I was scared that she would just be like, um, yeah, I don't know, you know, but she, and then she was, of course, I did eventually, I think call her for lunch, and she was just like, oh yeah, and then I was like, so how are you, have you been, and she was just like, I have been playing this game, I'm kind of addicted to this game, it's kind of, like, I don't leave my house really ever, and I was like, really? You know, Yeah. she's like, yeah, it's bad but, you know, Felicia, she's also, like, downplaying it at the same time, and, like, yeah. I can't tell if she's really serious, or, you know, like, how... Yeah. how much of it was real but I think it was all real I mean that's the thing you know she was worried enough about it that she brought it up and then um, at the time I was in uh like a little group of women that we we had all decided that we you know spent too much time feeling bad about ourselves for all the things that we wanted to do and yet weren't, yeah. And you know, knowing that some of that is just having community and having other people to a be accountable to and b to support and encourage. Yeah. So I told Felicia because Felicia was like, I just feel like I you know I want to do all this stuff and instead I'm playing this game. And I was like, I have just the group for you. <laughs> so you know, she came to that, and I mean, we did that group for like a year. And it's so funny because it was so girly. Like it was, um, we all had, like, different ways that we were keeping track of the things that we were doing. And so we were all so interested in, like, each other. So, like, this week I did a grid and I did colors, you know. And it'd be like, or I have stickers and every day I give myself a sticker, you know. It was just like. Yeah. <laughs> and, and because part of the problem was, like, even through all that, we we're still having trouble motivating ourselves. So yeah. it would just be this really funny, like, well, I found this very motivational. was if I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. That's great. had this in red or whatever. <laughs> So, yeah, and then um I feel like that was in kind of the summer probably that that started and then in uh the beginning of the new year, Felicia was like, I wrote this script. So, yeah.
3: Cuz you're the you're the inspiration that she gives credit to cuz she brought the script to you saying, oh, you know, network are saying it's too niche, it's not going to work, and you're like, let's produce it ourselves.
4: Yeah, I was so... What you
3: thought when you just read it, you're like, we can do this. I mean, this Yes,
4: was... and I think that, you know, I... web series,
3: have you done... Were you doing Kiko?
4: I like, was Gorgeous? doing Gorgeous Tiny so at the time. So you were doing
3: Gorgeous Tiny. So yeah. you already had an idea of web... Because web series, you were one of, the, like, one of the beginning web series. They still weren't... They weren't huge at the time.
4: Yeah, I think Gorgeous Tiny was one of the first of maybe five or seven shows that Sony bought. And, you know, it was an interesting time. It was like this weird, fun, cool, frenzied time where, you know, executives and studios knew that something was happening, but they didn't know what it was or how to find it. So they they were, you know, it was people's jobs to sit and just watch all of this content, which I'm sure it still is today. But today, you know, it's just it's more defined. Yeah. So, cause it went through this whole thing where there were, you know, companies that tried to say, Oh, well, where were you can find web content, but they weren't specific enough. So they just died, Yeah, you know, but now it's kind of more clear. It's like, okay, well, if you want, you know, there's college humor or funny or die. If you yeah, want that yeah. kind of broad comedy, or you can go to adam.com or, but it, and now Sony crackle has really made themselves more of like a, you know, action comedy. Like they're spinning out these more, you know, highly produced, you know, slick. Yeah. Um, action-adventures, and and there's a whole... What is it right now with, like, there's a slew of zombie. I don't know and
3: what the... I have never got the zombie thing, but yeah, zombie's going all over the place. Yeah,
4: zombie is everywhere, and um, for the streamies, uh, I was on the nominating committee this year, and uh, so I watched hundreds of web series, which I made myself do because so many people ask me, you know, like, oh, well, you know, you're a producer, you should know. And I'm just like, I spent all my time producing. working on the Guild. Right. So I am the least informed person, which is sad. So I was just like, no, I'm going to make myself be on this committee so that I know what's going on. And I was just like, well, the the post-apocalyptic, like, thing for drama is just, there's a lot. And then the other thing I noticed about dramas is that there were, there's like an inordinate um amount of women in their underwear yeah. in drama I don't know what that is about I swear <laughs> to god I was just like wh- I started writing it down literally I was, I was just like okay so this is about a young uh, singing star oh women in underwear okay <laughs> this is about like a post apocalyptic world with a woman in underwear okay like, <laughs> I and mean, it's just so funny to me because I was just like wow there's just something yeah. about
3: clothes are hard to come by in a post apocalyptic <laughs> world <laughs>
4: Yeah, I mean it's just something about like drama, like the edginess of like we don't care. Yeah. You know, like like I guess that's like the reality of a situation is like, you know, well, if a person would be changing her clothes getting ready for work, then you're going to see her in her underwear. But at the same time there's something like that just uh, over yeah. when you have to watch a hundred of them in a row, it starts to become like really gratuitous and funny. <laughs> even though if you just saw one Standalone, then you yet. would not think it was. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know if that was really to me. I <laughs> totally went off topic. I have no idea what I was talking about.
3: <laughs> well, I want to talk about uh, *Gorgeous Tiny* really quick. Oh, okay. Um, just because I love that series. Oh, thank and- you. And. Where did that whole, did you, is that a character that you've done in the past for improv?
4: Yeah, that was a character that was born at Acme Comedy Theater. Okay. So again, um, you know, when I I took uh, this writing course there and it was, it's a very structured way of writing sketch, which I love. I love rules. And so <laughs> um, the rule for this type of sketch was reality, non-reality. So a real person goes into a non-real world and has to react. So, <laughs> so that's something you made up. Yeah. And where Kiko. did she come from?
3: I don't remember. I just. I mean, is she just just one day?
4: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't remember specifically even coming up creating
3: her. With... She just popped out there, and yeah. There I mean,
4: I just it was for that sketch because it was just like, okay, well, what could what could I do and what's non-real and what do I think is funny? And I've just always loved, you know, bizarre Japanese culture. I just, I mean, I guess it's weird because I'm Korean, but I'm adopted. So I, but I do always go like, is there something like genetic that draws me to that? You know, because like I'll, I could spend hours and hours and hours in, you know, an Asian grocery store, like looking at the packaging. Yeah. Cause I'm just like, oh, it's so pretty. And I can't read any of it. So I'm just like, see, there must be something that's like hardwired in me to respond to yeah. the way that this is. Design. So I've always just loved that. And I think really, I can't remember when I was introduced to e n g r i s h E N G R I S H.com, but it's a website okay. where they just, you know, chronicle, um, you know, pictures of products and signs and things from Japan that have this bizarre English, you know. Yeah. So it's like they mean to say something, but it doesn't but it's not. really yeah, yeah, come I've through seen the right way. Of those. So I love that. I just love it. I love it. <laughs> what I, and one of the things I love about it is that I don't understand how to explain it. Because is it that they... Like why does it happen? You know, like yeah, how can it happen? How can it happen? Yeah, yeah. Is it? So I mean, if they want the
3: English word, they can just go online and find the English word.
4: Yeah, and there there are translators, and so I just really don't understand. So I'm just like, is it because you know, like if I wanted to get a kanji tattoo, I could just be like, that's a beautiful character, but maybe I'd be like tattooing the fart on my arm (laughs) or something like that. You know, like you just don't know. That's true. So I'm like, is that what it is? Do they just think like those two words look cool together, like those shapes, and then it just doesn't make any sense? I mean, Mm. I don't know. That's a good question. I. Loved it so so. I, for for whatever reason, I was a little obsessed with that at the time, and uh, I'd gone to Japan in the early '90s uh, to study acting, and had seen like just a bit of their wacky TV, and just was just like, what? I remember being in a hotel lobby and waiting to check in, and looking over, and there was a cartoon, and all I remember was there was a. F- like, a fish upright, and it had legs, and it was walking around, and it had fishnet stockings on it, and heels, and I was like, well, that makes sense, because it's a fish, so they put fishnet on it. Okay. So <laughs> there's, like, there's, like, this weird logic that was yeah. illogical that I loved, so, um, so that was the beginning of Gorgeous Tiny, and, uh, so it started as a sketch, and I had always wanted to shoot it, um... And I sort of begged my husband, Greg Benson, who started doing sketches that he had written yeah. for YouTube. And uh, he actually just, you know, had been doing them to practice editing and directing. And then I got the two Chinese guys singing, lip syncing from YouTube. And I was like, what? YouTube? This is yeah. cool. And I literally, went in. I was like, honey, look at this. And he was just like, no, I'm, no, it's not. No. you know." <laughs> and I was like, are you serious? Why not? And he was just like, it's... That's the kind of video that people are going to pass around. They're not going to pass around my videos. And I was like, I disagree. I think they're going to pass around anything that is short and funny. Yeah. And um, so... Turns out, I was right. <laughs> so, and that's been like you know, it's it's been an interesting thing to learn to become a producer for me because it's been like it's all just like well, that seems like logical to me. Yeah, you know, like, well, just put your thing on YouTube because it seems like that's you know, uh, yeah. but it's no, it's, it's not so based obvious. on any market research or anything except so gorgeous tiny. I thought, okay, well, at the time, YouTube's front page was just, like, a list of videos that they sort of were arbitrarily picking from, because there was just so much content, but yeah. it wasn't like it is today. It wasn't sponsored, you know, it wasn't linked to studios, and there weren't movies on it, and, you know, it was just, like, a bunch of videos that people yeah. were making. Yeah, that's so all amateur. It was all amateur, yeah. So I thought, okay, well, if I saw something that was had a crazy title and a really bright thumbnail, because at the time, that's all it was. That's right. You know? And so I was like, honey, honey, so if we do a gorgeous tiny chicken machine show and we make it really, really bright and people see that and they'll click on it. And he was just like, I don't think it's that easy. And I was like, it is. (laughs) Trust me. We're going to do it. So, and that's actually, you know, how it happened. I mean, it didn't happen magically because of me. Actually, Greg had already had a a nice little uh, response with Greg Hits Hollywood, Mm -hmm. which is on his mediocre film site where he interviews people and he has a soft foam microphone and, and microphone and every time he goes in to get the the answer from them he like kind of hits them in the face <laughs> with his microphone which <laughs> howie mandel later did and i don't know if he quote unquote stole he it stole or if somebody yeah. on his staff stole it or <laughs> you know but it happened much 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 later than greg hits hollywood so anyway that had been a uh a success and so then we emailed youtube and said hey we have this sketch um you know we hope that you like it and we'll feature it and same thing with MySpace. So at first it was featured on MySpace and then it was featured on YouTube within I think two weeks of each other. Wow. And it ended up going viral and um whoever's job it was over at Sony to find crazy videos found Found it. Found it. Yeah. Rest is history. Yeah. So that's um the very long story of how (laughs) 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 how gorgeous Tiny came to be. And um so the thing about Gorgeous Tiny is that it, it was shot in the office that you and I are sitting in now. I know. At. I
3: can't believe that. I know. It's so tiny.
4: And it's hot, right? Yeah. So imagine, like, being lights with and the lights doors and, clothes yeah. and, you know, poor Michelle Gregory in a panda suit. With, <laughs> oh, the things we did to people. But, <laughs> so, you know, that's how we shot Gorgeous Tiny. And we could shoot it in about four hours, one episode, you know, wow. because it was just like... You know, a wide and yeah. then you go, and it was a sketch, yeah, so it was always pretty straightforward. so when Felicia brought the guild, that script literally had me at uh there's a no more lock sleeping on my couch. I was just like, there's <laughs> you know, like I understand everything that this series is about to be yeah. in this first webcam, and I just thought that it was so clear, like the voice was so clear, and I wanted to know more, and I don't know, I just thought it was great, and so um. You know, yeah, I was like, let's just shoot it. And, sh- you know, it was like, you can we? Yeah. Yeah. And so um, she, you know, we, it was like all three of us. Jane Sully Morgan directed the first five episodes, and Codex's bedroom and house in the first half of the first season is Jane's old apartment. Okay. <laughs> where we ended up getting, like, kicked out because um, her landlord didn't, yeah. you know, know that we were shooting something there or yeah. that we were shooting things with a lot of people. And so. It ended up... Uh, we had to move. <laughs> that, that was why Codex's bedroom ended up having to move. and Change, you know. Yeah. And it's so funny because we were like, you know, oh my God, we better like rationalize why she's in a different house. Meanwhile, like one of the Claire's children is just missing. <laughs> We've never... <laughs> never mentioned it. Yeah. No one ever complained yeah, about it. Yeah, we don't care. So, <laughs> So that's just funny. But yeah, I mean, we were so naive and thank God for that, you know, because we'd never... Looking back, yeah. if we had known sort of... What it would take to shoot something with that many actors and that many locations, and you know, I mean, it and and we just keep growing by you know fits and starts, and you know, we're full on production now. But this is the first season, and this is season four. Yeah. This is the first season that we had an actual wardrobe person.
3: Yeah,
4: we had in season three, Jenny Powell did like wardrobe coordination. It helped out, yeah. Because we basically everybody was bringing their own you know outfits, and so. But it had always been, like, Felicia and I deciding, because Sean is, was just, like, you know, yeah. that is... Well, I
3: remember sitting in rooms when they would come out in their outfits, and you and Felicia was, okay, yeah, we like that one, mm-hmm. and yeah, we like that one, and you guys would pick out the outfits yeah. that yeah. they were going to be wearing. Yeah, and,
4: you know, normally that's the director's job, but Sean, I think, you know, it halfway, it's really because of sort of the way it all evolved. Not that we're like, Sean, you don't get to pick out the outfits, <laughs> you know. But I think it's just for this, the way that this is just all gone, you know, he's yeah. got so much other stuff to yeah, worry yeah. about, you know. He actually, I mean, this season, because we had, you know, a wardrobe person on, you know, he was able to look at photos and say, like, I really don't like that one or I really do like this one. But it was the first season that we did that. So, you know, it's just an example of how (laughs) even even now there's still, you know, there's still things that we think we can get away with that we're like, oh, I guess that's got to be a little more professional now. Or, you know, there are things... There, and then there are things that uh, I think professionals would do that we're just like, we don't we actually don't want to do it that way and we don't need to. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: so Cool. Okay, so you're established. Did you expect the Guild, when you read that, did you expect it to be big? Yeah. You did. I it did. It sounded like it from from when you were talking earlier that you expected it to be...
4: I You know, here's the thing, and I've, I think I've said, I feel like I'm repeating myself so much in this interview, too. It's funny because I, I feel like so. I've said it all... <laughs> Said it all before, but sorry, guys, if you've heard this before. <laughs> um, but the thing about the guild is that I, I thought there is no way that this can't be successful. But I just didn't know what that would look like, yeah, you know, or how it's translated. But I guess nothing, nothing has surprised me. But the thing because I was just like, how does this, how does this not be successful? You have somebody who has been on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, who is a fantastic actress, who wrote, uh, you know, a character tailor made that plays into all of her strengths with a funny, funny script. Mm-hmm. And she's the real deal. So, you know, this is... I was reading a review of it last night, actually, because I was looking for something that described, you know, and they said that she, she was able to, like, adore and lampoon yeah. the people that inhabit this world at the same time. Yeah. And so, you know, that's just such a key to me and uh, and why I thought it would work, you know, because I was just like, there's if she's... If she plays this much and this is what she's thinking, then ev- so there's millions of people yeah. who play these games. Millions, you know. The time, at the time, it was like I think the statistic for WoW was 10 million, yeah. and it's grown, you know, a lot since then. Yeah. So. Yeah, I
3: mean, because I think uh, I read it was what worked like 65 million views mm-hmm. for the guild alone.
4: Yeah, and it's probably even more than that. I mean, cause, yeah, you know, sure. It's, not... That's
3: just like YouTube, I think.
4: Yeah, I don't even. Does that
3: include everything? I mean, because you guys are in so many different formats now. I know, I know. So know, it's and the DVDs. To... Yeah, yeah. Know, and you have those selling too.
4: Yeah, so it's hard to know. So but it's yeah, hard
3: to, I mean, but but the Guild is doing better viewer-wise than some TV series.
4: Is it? Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, there's some TV series only get like you know what, three million. I guess. You know.
4: Yeah, but I mean that's per week, right? I mean, yeah, we but, get.
3: But still, but you're looking at the Guild is only a really a 45 minute show. Yeah. It's an hour show. Yeah, it's just split up into lots of different pieces. Yeah, you so know?
4: I mean, I it's
3: still I think ratio wise is still very impressive of what it's become. And plus, it's the standard. If you talk to anybody about web series, it's always the Guild.
4: That's really that's cool. what
3: they compare it to is the Guild. Yeah, always the Guild. Yeah, you know everybody knows. They may not know anything about web series, but you say the Guild. And they know what you're talking about. It's crazy. Which is crazy.
4: Yeah, and so, it's cool. But yeah. I, yeah. So, so like, I never really expected that. But I just expected.
3: But you knew it would catch on. It would be there would be a following.
4: Yeah, and then like anything else, you know, the the things that have made it successful have been, you know, it's like a combination of mad skill and crazy luck. You yeah. know, like the fact that, you know, we were we were chugging along and doing pretty good, and then Joss. You know, cast her in Dr. Dr. Horrible. Horrible. and
3: that elevated it to a whole new light, yeah. Yeah. Brought so many more people in.
4: Yeah. And then, you know, and, and that keeps, you know, like, you know, Felicia's television career keeps building as yeah, this keeps she's building. She's now doing so Eureka. Yeah. Ten episodes. Yeah. That's I mean, amazing. And it's really, really cool. And, uh, you know, that just gives her, I think, the more... Fans that she gets from doing mainstream television, then the more people will check out the yeah. projects that she's doing online because she's never going to leave. Yeah, you know, doing online yeah. That's creation. Yeah, so. well,
3: which is cool because I check out the the guild's Twitter feed once in a while, and there's people who are just now finding it. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's still hundreds of people who are just. I mean, in one day, they'll find it. Yeah, there's like you know, tons of people. I can't believe you. how did I miss the guild? Yeah, and I sat down and watched all three seasons. You yeah. Know, it's just
4: incredible, yeah, and that's the thing that's so cool about the internet that is you know i mean I don't honestly know enough about it, but it's not as far as I know quantifiable yeah for i mean i guess it's hard it's 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 hard to think about that in financial terms if you're a company you know if you're if you want to buy an ad. You go to television, and you know, well, this many people are going to see it on this night, and then this many reruns. You yeah. know, this many people will see it in reruns, and it's just harder on the internet to, to you know, it's so spread out. Yeah. So it's like, how long do you pay for? You know, yeah. like if this thing is on forever, do you have to yeah, account it can for that? Still going? I mean, yeah. episode
3: one is still being seen by millions of people. Yeah. You know, so, and it's been what two and a half years.
4: Yeah. So, so. it's really cool that people can still. Jump yeah. in and yeah, yeah. Well, I want to talk about the casting because you were there yeah. from the beginning. Yeah.
3: Um. And obviously, Sandeep's role was already mm-hmm. tailor made for Sandeep, and Jeff was for Jeff. Mm-hmm. So you pretty much had to pick what three more people. You had to pick uh, Robin mm-hmm. or Clara's character, mm-hmm. Tink, and Blades. Can you talk about those casting sessions?
4: Um. I actually saw tape because I wasn't present at the actual okay. actual session, which I think ultimately might have been a good thing because you know there's an interesting thing that happens. Uh, you know, sometimes is that in the room something can seem one way and then you go back and you look at, well, how was that captured on tape? And it you you find yeah. that it's a little different. The quality that you thought maybe was, you know, like there's a spark and an energy and you go like, oh my God, actually that looks really overplayed or yeah. overblown, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. so uh, everybody that we saw was for me like the clear cut you know, answer And I, I love The story's been told a lot That Blades' character Was supposed to be Very, very, very different mm-hmm. You know He was gonna be like A poindexter kid With like a little bow tie And glasses And, you know Somebody who just kind of Knew too much And, you know And ended up being Vince yeah. Who brought this kind of
3: Some Sleazy Yeah
4: Yeah Like Punk Yeah Skater kind of kid You know yeah. Just this Yeah so that was really great. And um, do you remember how many people you saw
3: for per character? I f- I mean, were there like you know hundreds or just ten
4: like ten, okay, you know, like once they had it whittled down, I think yeah, so um yeah, but and uh, and there was just a quality that Robin had that I just i loved, I love that Clara still has to this day, you know, because the, the whole description of her was that she was this perky cheerleader, she, yeah, you know, and Robin. She brought that, but then she also had that kind of—I don't know how to describe it. It's just, it's just Robin. She's like, mm, yeah, <laughs> you know. There's kind of like this really funny, like,
5: yeah.
4: bored worldliness that yeah. she has that it, that was always there at the same time as Clara's, <laughs> like, you know. I don't know. I, yeah. it, it just it, it made her pop, and then and then Amy did a fantastic job. She was newer you know, when she auditioned. So her audition, I think, in and of itself was less polished, but I I personally, I remember fighting for... Uh, I wanted a tink that was not maybe what you would think that she was. And, you know, I think later, actually, maybe based on Gorgeous Tiny, we sort of decided, like, she's so bitchy, but let's make her environment and sort of her aesthetic be mm-hmm. adorable. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so
3: opposite of her personality. Yeah.
4: So... And some of that, I think, you know, came out because of Amy, you know, because Amy is on the surface. She's a like very she, girly girl. Yeah, she's super girly, and yeah. she looks really cute, and you would just never... And that's why the character, I think, works better with yeah. her, rather than... Because, you know, you could have gone with, uh, you know, someone who was just, like, harsher in appearance, or just sort of, you know, carried that
5: yeah. the
4: whole time, whereas with her, it's she's just... <laughs> I don't know. She's this funny juxtaposition of a girl. I don't know. Does that girl exist? Of a gamer who also, you know, like is super, super, super girly. I'm sure they and, exist uh, somewhere. I'm sure. I'm sure they. I'm sure they are. There's gonna be women like angry at me. Like, how dare you, Kimmy? Of course we exist. But um, I just mean like for myself. Like I'm more like I don't know. I'd rather sit down and play a video game than like go shopping. Yeah. You know. But. Like Amy would rather just go shopping.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So. Yeah. Do you have a favorite season? You have to pick. Hmm. Excluding four, since no one's really seen four yet, it's just rolling out.
4: I guess. I guess season three... Oh, boy, it's hard to it's hard to pick. A favorite season, and one of the things that's really, really cool about the show is that when we do the DVD, I often have to watch the entire season straight through, like three times, because I have to, you know, like watch it on the thing, and then yeah. and then we burn the DVDs. Yeah, and I you have produce to...
3: the entire DVD, so all the extras and the commentaries—that's all done. Yeah, you're through, through. You yeah.
4: yeah. So, and actually, this year we have uh, last year, new video did it for us, and so. Uh, but we have to watch everything they send us, you know, they send us the disc and make sure we have to watch it for quality control. So, you know, often I have to, I have to sit down and watch a season that I've just seen a lot (laughs) before. And I'm always so amazed that I'm just like, just as interested and just as engaged. And I'm just like, wow, this is a good show. (laughs) So it's hard for me to pick a a season of the show. That's my favorite. Just because I think that, It's evolved so nicely and so interestingly over time, but I think, for me personally, season three was a huge milestone, and so much of that was um, working with Christian Egypt, because he is a line producer, and for those of you who don't know, like, the line producer is in charge of the budget, and then they also are, they just kind of make everything go, Mm -hmm. and... You know, when we started from the ground up, it was all of our jobs to kind of do all of the line producing and the producing and, the you know, there was so much happening that in season two, I was like, we had another, we had a line producer and I was like, well, what do I do now? I'm not really sure. And then, you know, season three, Christian came on and he was just, you know, he'd been, he'd worked so many different projects that, um, he really trained me how to do my job, (laughs) which was something that I needed, you know, um, so – because cause it's a weird – it's cool, but it's weird to just be like, oh, I'm a producer now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, because I don't You're know. You're only
3: producing. That's yeah.
4: It. Yeah. So there was there were still some things where I was like, I don't know how that works. Or I know how it works, but whose job would it be if we had more money yeah. and more people? Who would do that job? Yeah. You know, and Christian would be like, well, normally it would be this person, but, you know, uh, I can do it, but why don't you do it? Because I need to do this. And, you know, yeah.
3: so – i say I think it's cool that you're picking a favorite season by a to- totally different perspective. <laughs> you're looking at it from, you know, from your own personal perspective, which is cool, not the content of
4: the yeah. season. Yeah. I mean, it's been such... Every season has been such a uh, an amazing, you know, growth experience and yeah. learning experience for me. And that I think that was a season where I feel like the show changed into being a real show mm-hmm. and I changed into being a real producer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know... Cool. Yeah. And uh, I hate to say this, but do you have a favorite character? Do I have a favorite character? Um. That's, again, it's like <laughs> so okay, how, hard here, to choose.
3: Can do. you, are you like any of the characters? Or maybe a combination of some of them?
4: Um. I guess, I mean, obviously I'm the most like Codex because she's sort of the most... Yeah, she's normal. the common person for everybody.
3: Yeah, yeah. everyone identifies with Kodak. Uh,
4: yeah, so which makes sense yeah. because she's the heroine of the show. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think that's why it's such a good show is because I honestly can't pick a favorite. You yeah. know, um, I think the thing that I am looking forward to, and I think Felicia is too, is um, exploring a little more of Tink because I feel like of everybody, we just haven't seen as much of Tink, and that's yeah. partly because that's what makes her Tink is yeah. that she. You know, she very, very specifically has said. Because I know Patricia has you. ideas. Yeah.
3: Of where. Yeah. She wants Tink to go.
4: Yeah. So, you know, finding out a little bit more about her background could yeah. be very, very fun and very, very interesting. But um, I just love them all. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds dumb to say, but.
3: Oh, no, that's great! Everyone says that. It's great. <laughs> Why not love them all? Yeah. Cool. Well, I really appreciate you sitting down and chatting with us. Thanks. Thanks, Kim, for taking the time and doing that wonderful, wonderful interview with me. Great interview. Yes. uh, Lots of insight. Hmm.
0: Does thou wonder what the cast and crew are up to? Let's find out.
2: All right. Next up, we have what the actors and crew are up to. And we have a lot. Yes, we do.
3: (laughs) This is really nice. Normally, I put a a call out for updates and uh, barely get anything, but this time... I guess everyone's just busy.
2: Yeah, that's it's it's busy always Busy time good. of the year, yeah. like Well, yeah, like production has just started back up in, yeah. in Hollywood, so yeah. good that everybody's getting some work.
3: It is good, other than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm post, so it, yeah. know, production starts back up and then post happens a little later. Yeah, you got a little bit of time still.
2: Yeah. All right, so you want to go ahead and read the first one? Of course. All right. This is from Teal Shearer. Who played Venom. hmm Here's a teaser for Transients, a SAG short film I shot a couple weeks ago. It was a wonderful experience. It's only one minute long. Check it out if you have time. Thanks for your support, Teal. And would you like me to take this link? You may. No. All yours. (laughs) You're the guest. All right. Here we are. You can see Transients at (laughs) http colon slash slash www.youtube.com slash W-A-T-C-H question mark V equals L B O S. Nine MX lowercase F N lowercase K T zero. Well done. Thank you very much. <laughs> wonderful. To I'll, take ha- link. I'll have that link on our website. Yes. So. All right. I think there's a little bit more. All right. Transience depicts the encounter between two artists who meet at an arts festival: Sandrine Telesheer, an environmental artist whose perceptions of art and nature have been greatly affected by a recent disability, and Sal Douglas Ridloff a deaf musician whose personal battles frequently collide with those around him. The film explores issues of ability, communication, identity, and trust as the characters confront truths about themselves and each other. The film is currently in post-production. Donate to the Finishing Fund at... Here we go again. (laughs) HTTP colon slash slash www.indiegogo.com forward slash... T-R-A-N-S-I-E-N-T-S-F-I-L-M-F-I-N-I-S-H. And what does that spell? That's www.indiegogo.com slash Transience Film Finish. There you go. Yes. Thank Uh, you, Teal. Yes, I watched the trailer. It's awesome. I can't wait to actually see the finished product. It sounds very interesting. It's going to
3: be really cool. She's awesome. Yes, she she is. All right, next up, I have one from Marissa Whedon.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It says, Hey, Kenny, this is great. Thanks so much for thinking of us. Spartagus. we just started shooting a few weeks ago, despite starting up the Rogers Room in January. But of course, the delay was a consequence of unforeseen events. But Andy Whitfield is doing just fine, cancer-free, and is in better shape than ever. We're shooting six episodes of the prequel and then rolling right into shooting season two. And it's all pretty awesome and bloody and sexy, and the list continues. People should prepare themselves. You can check out Spartacus at http colon slash slash www.starz.com slash O-R-I-G-I-N-A-L-S slash spar. T-A-C-U-S, which is stars.com slash originals dot Spartacus. Also, Jed and I have a Dollhouse comic book called Epitats that will be included with the Dollhouse Season 2 DVD and Blu-ray release. And that's later in the year that DVD is coming out. Mm. They also plan on doing a music video for Remains. So, working on getting all that going, and Jed definitely has to do a music video too for one of the many singles on his album. I'm not a huge fan or anything. That's all for now. Thanks, Kenny.
2: Exo Mo. Jed's album is, is really something.
3: I haven't listened to it yet. I'm so bummed. I downloaded it, and I haven't had time oh, to, to check it out. Very well, good. Speaking of Jed's album.
2: Speaking of Jed's album. <laughs> New, his new CD, History of Forgotten Things, is now available on iTunes, and there is a direct link at http colon slash slash dot itunes.apple.com forward slash us forward slash album forward slash history hyphen of hyphen forgotten hyphen things forward slash ID 387192103. By the way, Felicia Day also plays violin and sings backup on a few tracks. Yes, she does. Yeah, definitely check that out. It's a really good album. And of course, it's easy just to go to iTunes and type
3: in History of Forgotten Things, and it'll pop up um, without typing in that huge URL. (laughs) Uh, Okay, we have one that says, Hi, Kenny. Abandon the movie I co-starred in with Brittany Murphy, and Dean Cain comes out on DVD on Tuesday, and we are up to episode six of first edition which is www.watchfirstedition.com, released by September 15th. They will all be out. So by the time this airs, every episode will be out for first edition. Mm -hmm. And you should check it out. It's a really cool web series. Uh, And that's it. Thank you so much, America. And that's a person,
2: not the country. Yes. (laughs) Though, America, thank you. Thank you, America. For tuning in to this wonderful podcast. (laughs) Uh, Next up, we've got something from from Sandeep. The fifth episode of Neil will be out Tuesday, September 21st. They can catch up on the whole season at www.legendofneil.com, and they can follow us on twitter.com slash legendofneil and facebook.com slash legendofneil. Oh, and also, follow our improv troupe at Hammer Improv, that's H-A-M-M-E-R-I-M-P-R-O-V, which includes me, Felicia and Jeff, Tony and Tara from Neil, and Alex Albrecht. We do monthly shows. Don't know what our September date is yet though. Yay love <laughs> <laughs> Sandeep.
3: Thanks, Sandeep. Alright, next up we have one, hey guys. So you may or may not have heard of the project my friends Rilea Vanderbilt, mylin Sarley, and Claire Green and I, or as we're calling ourselves Team Unicorn, are putting together. I think it's a tribute to us. Hmm. Yeah, we started the whole unicorn thing. It wasn't out there before. <laughs> no, of course.
2: Unicorns <laughs> didn't exist before Knights of the Guild, no. and before Jenny started eating them.
3: Of course not. Uh, no. Essentially, what started as an idea of us doing a Geek and Gamer Girls parody of Katy Perry's California Girls song has exploded into a thriller-like film-slash-music video with Seth Green rapping, Stan Lee and Katy Sackoff doing cameos, is just insane anyways break.com is planning to release it on September 9th and in theory it should hopefully have gotten a little recognition by the time the podcast goes live on the 15th we have a Twitter account at team unicorn ftw and a Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash team unicorn ftw as well cheers Michelle
2: that that actually reminds me yes. um, I I currently have a job at gamestop and they ran a piece on the guild at From Comic Con which was great but, I saw your tweet when yeah, you were right saying... as right as it ends Michelle and all of the other sailors because she dressed up with her friends yeah. as the sailors just come up and swarm the guy that was doing the GameStop TV thinking oh it's Michelle that's great <laughs> and And it makes my job a little bit cheerier.
3: Yes, yes. I (laughs) thought that was very
2: cool. Always does. Yeah. Hi, Kenny. On Wednesday, October 20th, Sandeep and Tony will be hosting Comedy Central's Adam TV, featuring clips from Legend of Neil Season 3 and a sneak peek of our final episode. Thanks, Gabe.
3: Thanks, Gabe. Hey, guys. Here's some production stills and behind-the-scenes shots of my latest film. It's a sci-fi action thriller called Unwanted. I played lead villain Dan Massey. The dictator and extremely malicious commanding officer on a spaceship. These pictures were taken by the remarkable set photographer, Auggie Magayari. Also, in other news, my official website is up and running at full speed. Please check it out. J-T-E-D-D-Y. O-N-L-I-N-E dot com to view all the latest pictures, video reels, and get all the latest news. Thanks, be well. That's from J. Teddy Garces.
2: Check out the website. Check it out. <laughs> yes. More manly, manly, manly yes. photos. Yes, and I
3: will put photos up
2: on the... He sent me like four or five of them, so uh, we'll check it out then. All right. And here's the next one from Vince. Hey, Kenny. I have a new YouTube account complete with vlog at http colon slash slash www.youtube.com slash user slash official Vince Caso. O F F I C I A L V I N C E C A S O. Thanks, Vince. Also, don't forget that he has an official blog at http colon slash slash www.v-i-n-c-e-c-a-s-o.com. That's VinceCaso.com. Awesome. And then last but not least, of course, we have Felicia. Yes.
3: And she's still up in Canada shooting Eureka.
2: It, I, I saw your picture of, of, of Felicia and Will with, with the cast of cool? Eureka. Yeah, that's a very cool uh, picture. Yeah, so awesome.
3: <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, so I talked to her last weekend. And, you know, because there's, like, rumors, you know, how many episodes is she in, mm-hmm. what's going on. All we know is that the last ten episodes start next year. Mm-hmm. You know, they're splitting the seasons in half. So, uh we know officially she's going to be in at least 5, possibly 6, maybe more. So what's cool is, you know, she's not just, you know, cuz normally with Eureka, I don't know if you watch it, Mark, but
2: I I have I have watched it, yeah. but I'm not It's normally like, it. you
3: know, a, a you know, a scientist of the week. So they bring in mm-hmm. a star, he's a scientist, something goes wrong, it's his fault, and then he's out <laughs> So it's kind of cool that they actually wrote a story yeah, that she's more encompassing than more than one episode, which yeah. is kind of like a semi-regular character and they got picked up for season five so who knows if, if that her character will come back. back into mm-hmm. season five. So very very cool so That's very awesome. Very happy for her. So congratulations Felicia and congratulations will. And well, yes, because Will's in several of those episodes too. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And I think that's going to do it for our cast and crew updates. So uh, thank you guys for sending all those messages in. Indeed. And I think it's time for a break. And I think I'm going to call Jenny just to make sure everything's okay.
2: Uh. Because don't, I I don't, everything's fine. Trust me. Um. I I, I, I f- checked on her before I, I got here. I feel
3: weird doing the podcast without her or without at least talking to her to you know. We had well, planned this a week in advance, so. You can try. Okay. I'm on the call her. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back.
0: Knights of the Guild enjoy spreading cookies and love. Take a listen to these other noble shows. Hey, Jenny and Kenny, this is Rick Moyer.
1: And this is Amy Moyer, and we're the hosts of Take Him With You.
0: The weekly geeky podcast where we discuss life at the Geeky Moyer household. That's right, we talk about our faith, and we talk about how it relates to the world around us, and we, and we bring up technology and movies and all sorts of video games and different things, and we have a blast talking every single week, don't we?
1: Yes, we do.
0: And uh, it is unique being married to me, isn't it?
1: Yes, it's quite the experience.
0: I'm more geeky than you. I'm more geeky than you are.
1: I've turned into quite a bit of a geek, though, the last couple of years.
0: That's true. You can quote Star Trek now, and she can give me the entire plot of a TNG Star Trek episode when it starts off within the first 30 seconds.
1: Well, but this is Knights of the Guild. It's not Star Trek. I know that. So... I I don't know if I know enough Knights of the Guild, um, but I've seen quite a few episodes. Yes,
0: I know it better than you do.
1: Yeah, I've seen a lot.
0: But we really like it. My
1: son and you, um, Andrew and you, watch it the most. Nathan did, too. Mm -hmm. It's true. But I've seen quite a few.
0: Yeah, if you get a chance, come and take a listen to our podcast. We would love to have you. You can find us at...
1: Um takehimwithyou.com or you can go to iTunes and right. search Take Him with You.
0: Almighty iTunes. Click
1: on the little subscribe button. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a free podcast.
0: We would love to have you visit and we love Knights of the Guild. Thank you, Kenny and Jenny. You guys rock. Okay. And uh go back to Unicorn Hunting.
1: And I think it's neat how your name drawing. Kenny and Jenny. Yeah, it's cute. Kenny,
0: Kenny, Jenny, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny Jenny, Kenny, Jenny, Jenny, Kenny.
1: It's cute. I'm done. Okay. This is World of Higlet, long-time listener of the Knights of the Guild podcast. I want to tell you all about the new web video site called HiglettFilms.com.
0: Did you tell them about behind the scenes of the Guild yet?
1: Billy boy, can you help me, love?
0: Actually, my name is Will. Not yet. How about love and loss in Goodnight Princess? I'm getting to that. Princesses always live happily ever after. Oh, and the interviews with people like Felicia and Sean Becker.
1: Give me a chance. Sean Becker, the director for the whole season. um, He's been living at my house for four days. But I am in Codex's bedroom. You are strapped to this chair. Maybe you should tell them smarty trousers. Oh, okay. Every Monday
0: is sure to be a fun day with new original videos released every week on Higlettfilms.com. See you there. Hmm, suppose that'll do.
4: Hi,
1: this is Amy, and I play Tink on the Guild, and you're listening to Knights of the Guild podcast, the official podcast for the web series, The Guild.
0: My time has come to take hark from the other Knights of the Guild. It's listener feedback.
3: And we're back. Um, Here we are. I got Janine's voicemail, so I left her a message. She must really be busy. Oh, she's, she's very busy. She didn't have time to pick up the phone, and she normally picks up when she sees my number. But um, So we're just uh, <laughs> chugging along here. And uh, next up, we have some listener feedback.
2: Wonderful listener feedback. Yes,
3: we love our listener feedback. As you guys know, I always appreciate listener. We like voicemails. Yes, but um, it's
2: very fun to have.
3: It is a lot of fun to have voicemails, but we do love the written word, even though we have to read them, which I don't particularly (laughs) like. Jenny, that's that's Jenny's forte. That's why you want more voicemails so you don't have to read them. (laughs) Yeah, that's my agenda. (laughs) Push the voicemails, Uh, but we do have a voicemail. Actually, Vicky, she called our uh, our phone number, our um, Google Voice, and left us left us a message. So let's go ahead and take a listen to that.
5: Love the podcast. Uh, this is Vicky. Um, been watching for a while now, or listening. Been downloading uh, the episode I just watched was great, or the one that you guys talked about—the reveal of the painting. Um, love that. Love listening to that. Love listening to everyone's expressions. Uh, Vince sound like he just got the biggest kick out of it, and that was fun to listen to. And then, of course, Felicia—I think she was quite enamored and shocked and. Uh, I don't know how many other expressions I can use for that one, but that was hysterical. I love that one. And, oh, totally, I hope they're purchasable. I would so buy one just because seeing Will Wheaton and Felicia on a total romance novel cover-looking thing would be hysterical, and I would so buy one just for the giggles of it. Anyway, um, yeah, keep it up, guys. It's great. I'm enjoying it. It's so great to get the little backside feedback and um, the little tidbits here and there and the little side note giggles. Um, but yeah, it's enjoyable. Love it. Thanks. Have a great one. Bye.
3: Thanks, Vicky, for the wonderful call. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm so happy you're enjoying the companion cast. And yeah, the, the Fox Codex painting, it's fantastic. <laughs> Blew my mind.
2: <laughs> I saw it. Yes.
3: And I also found out from Greg that it will be released on... Online for sale. Good,
2: good. good. Yeah,
3: um, there he's in the he's in the final stages of working a deal with a really big company online.
2: Oh, so just a massive printing?
3: Yes. Oh, that's yeah. great. So they'll be able to buy it. He, you know, they'll be able to they're going to sell it for him. Oh, so that's even once better. We get, yeah, yeah. does yeah, he handle it? He's shipping all his leftover copies to this company, and then they're going to do the websites, build it, and let it go I love it I don't want that. I don't want to say what it is yet just in case the deal falls through yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really he said they're just hammering out the final details. so that poster will be available online probably by the time this airs
2: yeah oh that's great yeah get it frame it and enjoy it it's stare awesome. it at it every chance you <laughs> can <laughs> yeah stare at Will Wheaton's lovely pecs oh yeah <laughs> false false pecs nice um, look
3: what you got you get the long I one get, let's
2: see whoa yeah you're be- <laughs> being mean to your guests <laughs> It's not very nice. I,
3: I pawned it off on Jenny. Why can't I pawn it off yeah, on Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right,
2: you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's funny. This is from Ben Brussel. Dear Jenny and Kenny, I flipped a coin to decide who went first. That's even funnier now. <laughs> Just wanted to write and let you know what an amazing job you're doing. Kenny is putting out at least a podcast, companion, micro, or mini-cast or two every week. I'm beginning to wonder if you've been replaced by a machine. There's no logical explanation for how you're able to be getting this much information out to us this fast. Also, Jenny, congratulations on the amazing success of Celebrate the Web 2 at Comic-Con. The Guild panel and Celebrate the Web are a couple of things I'm looking forward to the most at Comic-Con next year, that is if they are happening. Besides, of course, meeting both of you. The companion casts, although lacking Jenny, have been a great addition to this season. While the ongoing behind-the-scenes of season three have been fantastic. It's nice to get even more behind the scenes goodies from the cast and crew. Continued on next page. <laughs> Don't read that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, You <laughs> do the same thing. Jenny does. It drives me crazy. Oh, I, do, I do it for us. I did it as a joke. <laughs> yes, I know. Okay, okay, I wasn't doing it. <laughs> Continued on next page. I also wanted to. Yeah, play. he writes that in his email. Continue yeah. on next page. <laughs> hey, you never know. <laughs> That accidentally clicked next. Oh, wait. He was joking. Where was I? crap. I also wanted to clear something up from episode 18, part 2. Jenny asked why I keep donating to you guys. While I do very much appreciate the autographed pictures of the cast, I appreciate all the hard work that goes into making the podcast. You didn't have to make these for all of us, but you wanted to, despite all the time it takes organizing, recording, and producing everything. The donations make it easier to do this time-consuming job you volunteered for. Plus, this month, all the donations are going towards Jim Kwan's family to help pay for his medical bills. The Guild is more than just a web series. It's a community of like-minded people working together to make a show they can all enjoy and relate to. Without the community, the guild may not have ended up amounting to anything near what it has become. We all understand that, and it's the reason we are where we are today. It's the reason many people are taking the chances there today to produce content that they are passionate about. It's what separates the web from mainstream media. This podcast is a part of that, even if in a very small way. Keep up the fine work, and always... Cookies and Love. Thanks, Thanks, Ben. Ben. That That was awesome. Yes, it was. And very well read. Inspiring. Oh. (laughs) Kenny, you
3: sweetheart. Uh But I'll make it sound even better when I cut all your mistakes out.
2: (laughs) Oh. Leave that part
4: in. (laughs)
3: <laughs> all right, next up, we have one from my buddy, Meds. He does the Waffle On podcast, which we do promos for. Mm. says, Hi, Kenny. Just a quick shout-out to say I love this new podcast. Just listened to episode three and found it so interesting, especially about how the painting came about. Brilliant stuff. Well done. Obviously, he's talking about the companion cast.
2: Oh, obviously. He's obviously. talking about the companion cast. Those are mine. Yeah, which is very, very well <laughs> cut together. That's It's amazing. How, it's really amazing how you cut all those together. It's, it's it's work. Let me just yeah. say,
3: I was up till two a.m. cutting episode seven. This the morning. one that just went out. The one that just Oof. went out. Yeah,
2: I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. Oh
3: my god, it's <laughs> an hour and forty minutes. <laughs> episode seven. It was a big episode. Oh man, <laughs>
2: I all can't right. Wait for that. <laughs> Hi. I enjoyed the latest companion cast. Do you have a video version of the podcast, though? The interviews seem like they would be funnier, sometimes, slash easier to understand if there was a video to go along with it. Thanks, for the podcast. Quite funny. Brandon. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks, Brandon. You know, I brought a camera when I did
3: all those interviews. Yeah. But... It's you're, it's just so crazy and so oh, busy. Yeah. I barely had time to sit down and do interviews with them. Can you imagine me setting up a camera and trying to get everything ready and be ready? Right, you know.
2: And and you think you think just doing an audio podcast keeps Kenny busy? If if he was <laughs> doing video, all of the encoding and yeah. editing together, just dealing with that whole aspect of it is yeah. just impossible. Especially so. in an hour, yeah, at least an hour format. Yeah, and actually,
3: oh. uh, Brian Kamioka videotaped a lot of those interviews that we did with the cast. So
2: they'll be on season four? Yeah,
3: they're on the DVDs. Fantastic. Some of it will be on the DVDs.
2: There you go. Yeah,
3: so you will get videos of some of this stuff, but the majority of it, yeah, it's just too time-consuming, and unfortunately I can't do all that at the same time. Mm -hmm. All right, next up we have, I've listened to CC, Companion Cast, season four, episode three, four times, mainly because of the cast's reaction to the painting of Codex and Fox that was featured in episode three. (laughs) Of course, Felicia's reaction to Greg Aronowitz's masterpiece were the best of... All. that was really good. Yeah. That is on video, by the way.
2: Pain- oh can't Yeah.
3: Wait. yeah. Uh, I figured the painting should be the cover of the next DVD, but why not use it as a fake Harlequin romance cover, cleverly disguised as an ad for the show and DVD? I'm also hoping that somehow there is video showing the cast's reaction to this painting. <laughs> there you go. Someone must have had a camera for this. Anyways, I'll be waiting for the post-episode 4 podcast, David Mello, Sacramento, California. And as I said, yes, Brian was there, videotaped everybody's reaction to it.
2: That's that's not a bad idea. So, what if, if Greg drew the cast in that style for the season 4 DVD cover? That would be funny. That would be pretty funny, but yeah. very difficult. <laughs> this next one's from Graham. The companion casts are great, Kenny. I know it's hard to cut people off mid-conversation to avoid spoilers, but the raw enthusiasm of the cast and crew mid-filming is infectious. Felicia in particular sounds in her element. It must be great to see your words bouncing off the page. As a budding writer and video creator myself, it is amazing to see your, your words <laughs> come to life. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah,
3: yeah, very cool. Next up, we have one from Danny, or Donnie, or however you want to pronounce her name. I'm loving the companion cast. It's so cool to hear about what the cast and crew had to say about the episodes while it's being shot, because we get to hear their excitement and makes the BTS stories funnier. Like... I've noticed on the last two companion casts that Felicia sounds super excited about the season, more than we usually hear on her interviews, and I think that has a lot to do with that recording while shooting the season thing. Though, maybe she just had way too much coffee when you recorded this, haha. Or probably both excitement and coffee. Sideways, smiley face with the tongue sticking out. Anyways, loving it, and I agree, Codex in the Cheesy Beard t-shirt was really funny. Thanks, Danny. Thank you very much, Danny. Uh, yeah, I had a great time interviewing. We were on set of The Bollywood when uh, I, the you were there. Yeah,
2: you took a long you a long time with everybody. Yeah, uh,
3: so I, I recorded the first five episodes with Felicia there, mm-hmm. and then um, when she came back from Eureka Shoot for like a weekend, I sat down with her and we did six, seven, eight, and 9. So we still haven't done 10, 11, 12 yet, but there's still time Um, but yeah she's she's just she's very proud of the season i mean she's proud of all her seasons but particularly this season she's really happy with so
2: (laughs) she she should be like at the end of three had me just like clawing at my (laughs) computer why would you stop this now yeah Yeah. so a uh, very smart thing to do
3: but very mean yep so uh yeah so that's it for our listener feedback but i also went um, through because we've been getting great comments on Twitter, yeah, and so I want to start sharing some of those with you guys. So we're going to start with some of our Twitter comments. All right, this
2: Twitter comment comes from Tammy Yip or Tammy Yip <laughs> at Knights of the Guild, loving the companion cast. I watch the show, listen to the companion cast, then rewatched the show to see what I missed. Isn't that the, the idea of that. it all?
3: Yeah, yeah, I think that's really cool that people are actually learning more from the companion cast and then going back and watching like, oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's my goal is to bring insights that they didn't initially see. That's a great idea. So it's really cool. All right, next up we have at... It ain't meat, babe.
2: Which is wonderful. <laughs>
3: Uh, That's one thing I love about yeah when I when I do contests I write down all the names that retweet us. Mm -hmm. Some of these names are just I mean they're just crazy crazy
2: stuff. There's so many people on Twitter now you have to get really creative (laughs) with your name. Yes, yeah.
3: Yeah. So okay, this is at it ain't meat babe at Knights of Guild. I listened yesterday and loved it so good. Quick
2: to the point. That's
3: it. 140 characters. Just like the exactly (laughs) just
2: like the Twitter handle itself. Quick and to the point. (laughs) This next comment is from at love Kimbra. Listening to the Knights of the Guild new companion cast I love this podcast Giant D smiley face That's right Next up
3: we have At Adorno Fangirl At Knights of Guild Podcast makes me
2: happy Sideway smiley face <laughs> Kenny It makes me happy too <laughs> <laughs> This next one is from At Anne Richmond Listening to At Knights of Guild On my way to work If you're not Then you should be that's right. All capital letters. All capital letters for should be.
3: Thanks, Anne. She actually has her own web series,
2: The Ocast. I don't know if you ever watched it. Oh, yeah, it. no. Ocast, yeah. Yeah. I, that, that's, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, she,
3: she wrote it and uh, she acts in it. And...
2: Wait, isn't she um, uh, Hesty? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's right. I that's remember Anne. now. Yep. Yeah.
3: So I'm just, I'm still waiting for more episodes. I know Me they're, too. they're working on it, but. It's uh, a
2: great concept. It's, yeah,
3: such a cool idea. Next up, we have at Tommy Hawk sitting on the edge of of Critic Reservoir photographing the night sky and listening to At Nights of Guild podcast. That's
2: beautiful. Isn't that great? That's wonderful.
3: Yeah, Yeah, he's from Ireland. That's uh, Thomas. He was here. He was our guest, our fan interview for episode 19, part 2. Yeah, so he was in Ireland, so it's probably gorgeous there. Oh, yeah. He's taking pictures of the night sky. He was doing um, the meteor shower that just happened
2: recently. Gorgeous. Got a great shot. Yeah. Got to look those up. Yeah. Last one is from At Rastalian, At Nights of Guild. Hello, Knights. Just dropping a tweet to thank you both for amazing podcasts. I've really needed that cheer. Glad we could help. You're bringing happiness into the lives of America.
3: It, it does. It feels good that <laughs> people are actually enjoying what we do. It makes all the hard work worth it. Which is great
2: about listener feedback.
3: <laughs> yes. So uh, if you want to send some listener feedback in, we'd love to read it or listen to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Knights of the Guild at gmail.com. So go ahead and send those in. Also, uh, tweets. If you want to tweet, yeah, tweet something it. about it, we're going to start reading those, and um, we will copy them over. And
2: Yes. There will be shit. more information in business time. That's
3: right. Business time.
0: <laughs> Does thou desire a Felicia Day autographed picture or a Knights of the Guild t-shirt? Then stick around. It's time for contests.
2: It is now time for Kenny's favorite part of the show. Ooh, this is my favorite. Yes, we get to announce the contest winners for the month of August. Yay! Yes.
3: All right, here we go. First up, we have our... Twitter retweeting contest, which was funny because it didn't start out that way. Yeah, but that's what it's become. Mm. It was, it wasn't just you know It was like an end of month contest. Yeah, so if I did a contest or a trivia or any kind of that, all those people's names would going to. Yeah, but, but have I haven't had time to do any kind of trivia, so now it's just like retweeting. retweeting. So anyone who retweets a tweet from Knights of Guild Twitter account, their name automatically goes into a drawing. We had 376 retweets from the yes. month of August, so it's fantastic. Keep them coming. Yeah, and that also determines how many prizes I give away. Yes, so normally the more you between, retweet... Yes, the more you retweet, the, the more people, people can win. Yes. Yeah, because normally it's, I do roughly like one to five. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I we did five, five last time. So, so our big winner, yes. I don't know if this is a big winner, but it's, you know, if you really... This is the Felicia Day autograph photo, which we normally give away one a month. Yes. And this goes to Twitter... Twitterer... Twitterer... Twitter, Twitter, the Twitterer... The Twitterer... Yeah, known as... N-4-K-3-D-G-4-M-3-R.
2: Or, in <laughs> Leet-speak, Naked Gamer. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah.
3: Oh, that's so funny. Mm-hmm. Very good. I had no idea. I'm like... I am quite the nerd myself. You are.
2: Wow. <laughs> I can I can read Leet.
3: That's great. <laughs> I had no idea. I was like, that has to mean something. I just yes. can't figure it out.
2: Yeah. If you, like, blur your eyes, it's, oh, Naked Gamer. I can see it.
3: Oh, I can see it now. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, congratulations, Naked Gamer. You yeah. got the Felicia, Felicia Day autograph photo. photo.
2: See, when we do it in sync, it sounds more professional. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, that's why. Our next winner gets a Knights of the Guild t-shirt, and that goes to Lady Grey 18.
3: Yay, congratulations, Lady Grey. And we have another Knights of the Guild t-shirt that we're giving away. That goes to SB Republic.
2: Yeah, very, very good. Yes, thank you Next we have a, a Knights of the Guild gift pack of sorts That's right A Knights of the Guild magnet and button goes to Taviton Taviton Tavitan. Taviton,
3: yes, congratulations Taviton Wonderful prize, headed your way Yes, and then finally our last prize for the end of month contest for August Is a Knights of the Guild keychain, and that's going to Bunster 10 okay. Also known as Eva Amongst the fans. Well, yeah. hello,
2: Eva. <laughs> Eva! <Eehaw,
3: laughs> Eva! Yay, congratulations to all of our winners. And that, all they did was retweet a tweet. That's all you have to do. It's so simple. Just
2: convey the message of Knights of the Guild to the rest of your friends. Spread followers. the cookies and love around. Indeed. That's all we're asking. Cookies, love, and unicorn meat. Uh,
3: ugh,
2: okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't miss Jenny now. She, oh, You're like a replacement for now her. You know how I feel. Jenny, <laughs> 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 right. I love you. Uh Uh-huh. There's an out-of-character moment. A little too much.
3: (laughs) All right. I started another contest. Yes. For iTunes reviews.
2: Yes, which is very smart. Every time
3: we get iTunes reviews, just our standing gets bumped up. Yeah, more popular. Yeah, we show up in other categories and on main pages Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So to entice people to to do it, um, I'm giving away prizes. Um, what better way? Yes. And I also found out through a wonderful friend, another Twitter friend, told me how to check every single iTunes in the entire world. So you
2: can check internationally I can now. check
3: internationally now. Very good. Yeah, I didn't think that was possible, but it's, it's so simple. <laughs> and so. But obviously, there's like 70-something iTunes, so I can't check every single one every single month. Hmm. So, so if maybe you, you do region. Well, no, if you do, leave us a comment. Just let us know.
2: Yeah. Either email just, us, then and
3: then I'll check it and yeah. read it, and we'll copy it over, you know, stuff like that. But I did check a few. I checked Canada, which we have some reviews. Thank you, guys. Canada rocks. U.S., of course. And mm-hmm. then the uh, U.K., which I found on the U.S. and the U.K. were recent ones mm-hmm. for the month of August. And those are the people that uh, are here. So every month, I'm going to go through, and for the like the month of September, I'll pull everyone who gives us a review. And if you are giving us a review, you can give us another review. You're allowed yeah. to give multiple reviews. Yeah. So... If you want to be introduced to in the contest, go ahead and leave us a review Give on iTunes. Give us a review per podcast. How about yes, that? there you go. I like that. And we only had one winner. There mm-hmm. were five entries. So uh, Good start. I want to thank CG321. I want to thank Amanda R. I want to thank
2: Bobster Roberts. Kay Greensides. And the winner is Carrie Sable74. And you get a wonderful Knights of the Guild prize package. Which includes a T-shirt, button, and magnet. Yay! Yes.
3: Congratulations. And thank you for the review. Thank you so much, and of course they're all positive.
2: Yes, but okay. they don't need to
3: be. I mean, if there's hey, constructive, if constructive criticism, criticism, we're all for that. Always helps. Yes. All right. So we have another contest, which actually just ended. Yes. It's our essay contest. How many entries did you get in that? We got. It was funny, as you know, it was like you sent one in, mm-hmm. and then nothing. And then I got another one. And I was like, wow, if I can get three, I'll just give all three books out to those three people. But eventually, I think we're up to like seven or eight. That's good. Yeah. So, um, uh, Stuart's going to have a, a job reading them all.
2: Yes. What a wonderful job he must be. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and isn't he like just as busy as Jenny? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. So, it'll be a lot of fun.
3: That's why we're not announcing it now. We're going to be announcing it in episode 21. Yeah, because he's got to read be, it. Yeah, he has to read them all. Let us know his, uh, his uh, three favorites,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and then we will announce the winners, and those three people will get the wonderful books that we've been plugging for like six months now. Yes, the so, Ser- Serenity and Buffy books. I'm really looking forward to this contest being over. <laughs> this is probably the longest-running contest we've had, but I really wanted to get participation. And yeah, yeah, definitely. So we'll announce the winners of that contest in episode 21, probably part one, because that's when mm. we normally do contests. I will await with bated breath. So that will be uh, October, October, October 15th. Yeah. Uh, Stay right.
2: tuned, those who entered, and yeah. thank you for entering.
3: Yes. And then, of course, like I said, we're always doing, running two contests simultaneously, mm-hmm. which is our iTunes review contest and, and our retweeting, retweeting contest. Retweeting one, yeah. Yeah, so that's always <laughs> happening. So go ahead and send those in.
2: <laughs> and, of course... Jenny's wonderful contest. Her new business time contest. Crazy. Yes. Crazy contest. Um, you have to be a Russian, a, a Russian spaceman. Yeah, you gotta be a Russian A uh, cosmonaut. No,
3: you don't have to be. You could be a You're, space station, it's okay. a Russian mm-hmm.
2: space station. Oh, you have to be in the Russian space station. Yeah,
3: yeah. So it can either be the space station or a person in the space station. You a gotta le-
2: be a leprechaun riding a mastodon. Yes, I can. <laughs> I can never forget that. <laughs>
3: that's right. Um, or an elephant eating a dinosaur. That's right. <laughs> While skating on molasses? Something like that.
2: I think that's right.
3: It's It's so crazy. When she came up with it, I was like... Yeah, okay. We're not going to get any entries. It's so crazy. It just might work. We got an
2: entry. Yeah, it did? <laughs> yes.
3: Oh, good. So, we'll be playing those probably in the next podcast. Okay.
2: Cuz I I've, I've been looking for space sounds and <laughs> stuff and trying to build this whole ambiance. <laughs>
3: nice. So, uh, yeah, it's... so you can definitely if you do Jenny's entry, send those tonight to the guild at gmail.com. Yes. I'm just one. I I I think our our listeners are creative enough to come up with something cool. Well, yeah, I
2: mean the the business time contest itself—that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it got a lot of Which interesting comments.
3: Donica did. Hi. Quite a bit of that. <laughs> so, uh, and I've been using them over and over again. <laughs> Which is a load up for you, isn't it? <laughs> oh God, you don't even know.
0: <laughs> I have it's a so
3: nice, and then we're going to be using them again.
0: Stay connected with Knights of the Guild on the World Wide Web. Here's how it's business time.
3: All right. It's time for
2: it's business, business time. time. Yes,
3: and like I said, I, I don't even think we have any more new ones. I think I've used them all. Yeah, but it's just so convenient to have them. Yeah, that it's I good think we to start out. repeating. Yeah. some. So if you guys want to send in some business time ones, you guys can go ahead and, and you know it's all listed on our blog mm-hmm. of of what we normally say. You can go in and create your own business time for us.
2: It, it may not. Ha- it, it doesn't have to be as ridiculous. As Jenny's contest. God, no.
3: <laughs> Just normal. I would be happy with your normal voice, or if you want to do, like, you know, it was really cool. I mean, we had one person sing Business mm-hmm. Time. Yeah, that was good. We had, you know. And yeah, she won, didn't she? She did, yes. Yeah. Uh, Megan Lynch.
2: Jealousy. Yeah,
3: that's right. <laughs> we have one that's doing, like, a gangster voice, and mm-hmm. we have, uh, you know, you who doing, like, the audio announcer over the top. <laughs> Type of
2: yes, yes,
3: that type of radio voice.
2: <laughs> we have people
3: who are just doing their normal everyday voice. Yeah, you know, it it's it's anything. It's just we want to hear from you guys. It's
2: a lot of fun, and like like with uh, Guild something, all you really need is a like a USB microphone, like a rock band microphone, and a computer. Yeah, that's really all you need to do it, and yep. just find some place quiet. It's quick, easy, wonderful, and a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, if you do record those, send those in two nights to Knights of the Guild at gmail.com, and we will definitely play them. Indeed. Um, if I don't get any, I may set up another contest, to do another business time contest, because I have a lot more comic books to get out that are signed by the cast. Oh. So... I may
2: do that. Tempt me, sir. Who knows? <laughs> has, that's right. Has there been a prize determined for the for Jenny's business time contest? No, that's good no, we haven't. That that'd be something. You know what? You're right. I'm gonna come up with It's something. gotta be interesting. I have to come up with something big for that one. Either big or just completely off the wall. <laughs> it's an off the wall contest. Well, it well, deserves an off the wall prize. That is true.
3: Alright, I think I actually have a bag that was given to us. And I think we'll use that as the Oh, you the mean prize. this
2: bag? That bag that you have in your hand. The Unicorn Code. The Unicorn Code. To find out the ten points of the Unicorn Code, you must win.
3: Yes. So that is going to be the prize for the Ginny Crazy <laughs> Business Time <laughs> what Contest. A,
2: what a great prize it should be.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so we have one. So, you know, if you don't want that person to win it. Exactly. Then you need to send in yours. So let's take a listen to Business Time.
1: Leave us comments oh. on and or reviews at iTunes. You can also email us at Knights of the Guild at gmail.com. Boom, 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 boom,
0: boom. If you're a fan of Knights of the Guild, why not follow our blog? You can get us at Knights of the Guild podcast.blogspot.com.
1: Knights of the Guild fan page is on Facebook.
0: Knights of the Guild group on watchtheguild.com can be found at community.watchtheguild.com slash group. And Knights of the Guild is where you'll see all of the tweets on Kenny's competitions and Jenny's unicorn treats. Separately at Jenny Powell
2: is Jenny and Akiki Fanboy is the home of Kenny.
0: If you want plus 10 to greatness, Knights of the Guild has a couple online stores where you can purchase Knights of the Guild merchandise. You can go to Café Press at kotg We also have a sweet Zazzle store at www.zazzle.com Knights of the Guild, all spelled out because we're cool like that.
1: Like listening to the podcast, but wish you could watch them as well? Then look no further than the Knights of the Guild Ustream channel at www.ustream.tv backslash channel backslash Knights dash of dash the dash guild where you can watch previously recorded podcasts or even their exciting one year anniversary with all your favorite cast and crew members of the guild
2: have a wonderful little phone device to call people on who doesn't these days <laughs> please give knights of the guild a call please call our google voice number at 818-308-kotg that's 818 308
1: Please to be sending us your guildy photos so we can post them in a section on our Podbean website called Our Listeners. Send us pictures of you sporting some kind of KOTG guild merchandise, such as KOTG t-shirts, guild t-shirts, cosplay, etc.,
2: etc.,
3: Alright, I think that's gonna do it for this podcast. Yeah, what I have a
2: wonderful time.
3: I, I I I do appreciate you being here. Oh yes. It's I'm my still pleasure. a little leery because I still feel weird. But she should
2: call you back.
3: I hope she calls me back.
2: She should. Okay. I think she can she has access to her hands. I mean phone. Um Okay. Nothing. Alright.
3: Alright. Well, I guess that's
2: gonna do it. But before we go, always remember Vork's urine comes from Vork's penis. It does, yes I hope it does uh, I would assume so I would too Alright, cool <laughs> And fade out
0: <laughs> Knights of the Guild is in association with Between the Line Studios Now can find other mobile podcasts at BetweenTheLineStudios.com Hello there guildies When you're not listening to Knights of the Guild podcast with Kenny and Jenny I'd be honoured if you could take a few minutes to check out my little show, Happy Times If you own an iPod, Touch, or an iPhone, if you love applications but are feeling the pinch of the current economic climate, then this is the podcast for you. Each week I'll review a free or cheap application and spend a few minutes gassing on about why I like it. Or not. Buying apps over the air can be both addictive and expensive. So why not spend a few minutes a week listening to Appy Times and I'll try to separate the wheat from the chaff. Just go to appytimes.podbean.com Or search the iTunes store for Appy Times. That's A-P-P-Y-T-I-M-E-S. Come and share the Appy Times with me. The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast. Stand
4: by to receive our transmission.
0: Sci-Fi Entertainment News and Commentary. I am Locutus of Borg. Star Trek Episode Analysis Captain
4: of the USS Enterprise
0: Pokey religions and ancient weapons Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews I am to misbehave the weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at TrucksinSci-Fi.com. Rights of the Guild has a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, no derivative works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved.